get ready for your unofficial dental hygiene podcast. These are the tales of two hygienists, one East Coast RDH and one West Coast Gygenist. Listen as they tackle the profession of dental hygiene with humor and enthusiasm. Now, please join Michelle Strange and Andrew Johnston as they tell you a tale of two hygienists. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tale of Two Hygienists. This is going to be episode number 141. My name is Andrew. My name is Michelle. And we are co-hosting this bad boy. I'm not looking at you. I was just yeah. told not to look at Andrew while it's, we do this because we're live. We're, we're in person. on location mm-hmm. at in Indigo right now. We mm-hmm. just finished up um, speaking. And Day this, two? holy crap. I know we talk about it a lot. And it's from a distance, it's easy to say like, hey, Wisconsin hygienists are awesome. Yes, they we have amazing. stats that prove that, that they, yeah. they download our episodes more and all that stuff. But holy crap, like they're good. Smart. Super smart. Super engaged. Yeah. Um, ask great questions. We had questions. I've never even heard of one, some of these questions before what? for local anesthesia. I've been talking about it for, I don't know how long now. Wow. That's really impressive. Um, I, from an exhibitor standpoint, because I was here with Tepe exhibiting, engage, not just um, sample-driven yeah. group of people, but wanted to learn about it, wanted to know about it, and um, re- just really ask, like you said, good questions. And then as a speaker, hands down, Really great questions mm-hmm. and good conversation and not in a, like, um, an aggressive way, <laughs> <laughs> which that can happen. Like they're trying to set you up with one of their questions for a follow-up question to prove so it wrong. so skeptical that mm-hmm. they, I don't know, mm-hmm. they're actually, they ask good questions that are meaningful that will help them be better clinicians, but not because they don't trust what you're saying, I guess. Right, right. Um, and then from just... CE, I actually wanted to attend this meeting. Yeah. Like it was just good courses and multiple courses. So I think um, this is the time where we give a shout out. There were two hygienists. We don't have their names, but they Mm. came from Chicago, not Chicago, from Illinois somewhere. Yeah. They came from the Chicago area. They're students. Yeah. And they came because they heard about the podcast and we just want to say, hey. You're amazing. um, I wish you guys would have let us know though. Like come up and talk to us if you are listeners. Like, yeah. But this is, this is really good. We yeah. did, um, so we each spoke twice and we mm-hmm. had a kind of the morning session. Mm-hmm. What, what would you call that? Opening ceremony? Yeah, opening was, ceremony or something like that. Yeah, for the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah it was so great. That was, that was really fun. They, they did a good job. They took really good care of us. Mm-hmm. They, um, I mean, everything from the the people here at the Kalahari mm-hmm. Resort and then like all their IT, audiovisual, whatever they are people. Mm-hmm. And then like Lisa, Lisa Barr, one yeah. of our best friends anyways. And she was here like really making sure that everything was going smoothly for us. Debbie Schumacher did a great job of mm-hmm. organizing it all. There were, I mean, record number yeah. of attendees. I mean, Megan, I don't want to like, I, I, I know we're not going to be able to name everyone, but everyone was so good. Yeah. They're so good. Super good. Yes. So, and it was nice to see our friends. Um, it was. Yeah. Surprising how many friends we have that come from this area. Right, that are at right? all the meetings. <laughs> like, oh, I know you. Oh, and I know you too. Oh, and I know you too. And I know you. Just really hyper engaged, yeah. super engaged yeah. people. So I can't say enough. Can't say enough. Yeah. So really good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Mike, manager Mike. Manager Mike. Mike. He did he a great didn't job. Get me a glass of wine, but it's fine. Yeah. Or the he bottle said that she asked for. One time that he for. said no to me. <laughs> <laughs> he he worked he worked today too. So I guess he's allowed. He's been working this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So he, I mean. This is really his first time on like kind of the bigger circuit lecturing. I know he's done a little bit of little littler stuff, mm-hmm. smaller stuff, littler, littlers, stuff. Little, littlest stuff. <laughs> I call Molly, by the way. I call her littlest one. Littlest hey, one. littlest one, what's up? That's cute. I know she's adorable. I That's love her sweet. so much. Shout out to Molly too. In twelve <laughs> years, this, yeah. twelve years when she, she listens to this, um, you, you've always been my favorite. Oh wow! 
Um, Sorry, Zach and I are Jesus. I'm so proud of you for knowing all of my kids' names this weekend. It's only taken three. Three years. Seriously. Which, by the way, everyone, our anniversary is coming up. It is. It's going to be almost Next three month. years that our first episode was launched. I can't so. believe it. That's insane. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should talk about our offer today. Yeah, let's do that. So, Pink Petal. That's mm, the, a pink new petal. offer from Zerk, uh, a new product, I should say, from Zerk. Um, we've talked about it in the past, talking about hygiene use in our, with a Cavitron and ultrasonic and all that. But we wanted to like touch on assisting. So if you're an assisting or you're a hygienist that does assisting or you're a hygienist that has an assistant, <coughs> uh, all of those Sorry, things. Sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm, Andrew. Spoiled brat. <clears throat> anyway, so if you are, these, this device goes on your slow speed suction and it's pink and it looks like a petal so it's almost like a heart shape such a good name for it then the pink, pink petal. petal it is pink and it looks like a petal no but it is like it looks like a guitar heart pick shape. is what it looks like oh yeah that's probably a good way to put Thank it you. that's like yeah so it's like a larger guitar pick that attaches to your slow speed suction and from an assisting standpoint what i've seen some of the people do in my office is they are um needing two suctions one to grab all the water filling in the back, but also one to grab any, like maybe they're extracting a tooth, they're doing bone, they're doing even mm-hmm. restorative work where they're taking out, I'm sure, filling material. Do you want me to explain how a restorative no, procedure really works? Care. Well, they have a high speed and there's a lot of water that comes out of there. Just oh. throwing that out there for okay. you. Well, uh, so it suctions up that as it's coming out of the high because you want to put it right next to the tooth. Right. So you have your high there's back, still some that I'm sure but then that you have your other creeps down mm-hmm. to the back. So mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. why this could be kind of almost like that fish hook, but it doesn't fall out of the mouth right. because that pedal lays against the cheek between the tooth and the cheek and it holds it there. And then you can have your hands free for... Mm-hmm the other section or retracting or grabbing and passing instruments or whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really cool way to use it too. I think so too. And, it's, and I think it's really relevant because, you know, you, sometimes you have those really kind of fatty cheeks that if you tried to fish hook mm-hmm. them, like the cheek envelops the, the slow suction, yes. this retracts it all. Yeah. So, and it's comfortable too. Mm-hmm. So you've had to close down on it. It's not going to pinch them. It's not yeah. going to be, the, the edges are rounded. They're really soft. Um, and it's very so, flexible too. Very flexible. It's super flexible, but not flexible so that it falls out of its mouth. So they found the sweet spot. They did good. So we actually have a deal for you this time, and that is going to be a special price of $15 for a trial kit. Normally, this trial kit is $25. And if you're going to, you're going to use that code T-A-L-E-1-0, so TAIL10. I would say thank you also, Zerk, for supporting the podcast. Always. And hygienists Always and everywhere. forever. <laughs> week's episode is with somebody you probably have seen out there, but you might not know, have known the mastermind behind all of the products. Caitlin from Dental Hygiene Nation. So Dental Hygiene Nation, you've seen all the shirts, the toothy shirts, the tooth leggings, the earrings. They have always the fancy little booth at our hygiene meetings, mm-hmm. sparkly and fun. Um, they do really cool like little giveaways and they have that box. They have this new subscription box, which is Really a great idea that's going to come every three months or so, something like that. So enjoy this episode with Caitlin. Hey, Michelle. Yeah? It's time for the interview. Oh, but I had something else to say. We need to let the experts talk now. Fine. Yep. All right. Let's start this. <laughs> we'll do it. It's on you then. I hope you're happy with All yourself. Right. Welcome we have to Caitlin. This. <laughs> Caitlin's going to talk now and tell us all about her. 
We're okay, under well, one let's roof. Back up. We yeah. are at our RDH <clears throat> under one roof. Let's yeah. be professional, Andrew. Uh, yeah, because that's what this podcast is. <laughs> RDH under one roof, day two or three for some people. Mm-hmm. Two for us. Half a day, day, um, yeah. full day for me. There's still a nice When session. did you get here? Uh, Tuesday okay. afternoon. Nice. So day But three. you couldn't set up until yesterday, what time? right? Oh, all day actually you could set up, right? Oh, we, we got in here Tuesday. We unloaded Oh, the day before. But well, we set up my days. Wednesday morning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. She has been on her feet for days. Oh, God. I don't think I ever sit. Yeah. <laughs> ever. <Straight joke>. <laughs> I mean, we got here Tuesday and the loading dock was actually closed. So Ooh. this is a funny oh. story. Um, so we the get, behind the scenes we get of the like, exhibitors. Let's just go see if it's open. Well, mm-hmm. the door was open, so we just unloaded, and it was like all quiet in there. So Ooh, that was pretty cool. Don't let the union you say that. The, <laughs> union, the union, the union like, will not be happy with that. Not. They'll send beat mobs. I've done that a few you. times where I'm like sneaking things in there because it costs like triple the amount oh, of yeah. like the the actual like shipping cost. Yeah, and then it actually takes hours. To get it. Yeah. I was like, dude, wait, I could wait, just wait. walk if right out past you. you. If they bring it to you. And in all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Back up, though. You have to pay someone. Say, say that. So more. some of these convention centers have unions. Okay. So I thought you, we were just joking about that, but you're no, serious No, no. It's this. like yeah. serious. Yeah. Like, okay. um, so, for instance, Tepe has a booth with mm-hmm. a TV. Yeah. We had to pay somebody to do that. It took four hours for them to set that TV up and cost, I can't even ex- tell you how much, like yeah. it's a ridiculous amount. And so if you have sometimes the options of like walking your stuff through, yeah. but sometimes that is not a lot. ADHA wouldn't let me do it one year. Like oh, really? the, yeah, they stopped me. The they're like, show. you have to go through the loading dock. And then when I got through the loading dock, they're like, well, this is the cost of you doing it versus yeah. us doing it. And that was an option. Sometimes we don't even get the option. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's insane. It's very hard for the small guys to compete with you know, the big box corporate businesses that can pay someone to set up their yes. their booth. But hey, we're our team travels. We're mm-hmm. the ones that set up the booth. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely learning each city has a different regulation yeah. too. So I know Pittsburgh, it was our home state, our home city. We go to the loading dock. We couldn't even unload at our own <laughs> Pittsburgh so, event center. So funny. it's just it's a learning experience for sure. The every trade show is so different. But this is nice because I think sometimes it's good to hear the behind the scenes. Yeah. Because I mean, I've even seen bad behavior today. Like, yeah. people grabbing things, and they're all, like, pissy about stuff. Like, oh, well, I can't do this because I can't, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you know what it costs to be here? Yeah. Like, for you to be so... Yeah, a lot of Such an attitude right now. In, yeah. It goes, a lot of yes. prep, a lot of, like, studying and mapping out the layout and the marketing materials. Okay, how are we going to get people to come to us after the fact. I mean, there's so many different parts that go into a trade show and shipping the stuff there is just a small part, but it's sometimes so difficult to get things logistically to the show. It really is. It inhibits you from having this rock star booth sometimes if you have to fly, you're kind of limited to what you ship. Obviously, I can't ship an eight-foot shelf in the mail unless I want to pay $10,000, you know? So it, it depends. That's kind of what's um, different about each trade show too is you kind of have to work with what you have. Yep. So each trade show might be different, but you don't understand why it's set up that way. So it's cool to know the behind the scenes yes. of like how a booth comes to 
life, I guess. So I like this little conversation, but let's uh, talk. Let's beginning. actually talk like about who, who you are. Who is yeah. Caitlin? Because yeah. you are a hygienist, and it's interesting because you are on this side of the booth, mm-hmm. which is how I term it, like this side of yeah. the table, where you're seeing a different, oh, like yeah. whole different world. Yeah. The corporate world, the exhibitor world, the trade shows, the nonsense that kind of happens amongst the exhibit, like all kinds of things yeah. that you don't see from a clinical, you have no right. idea that's happening. Right. But tell us who you are, what you do, okay. why you are an exhibitor. So I, my name is Caitlin Rastetter. Um, I am an RDH still, and I founded Dental Hygiene Nation. Um, I run that full time now. So I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, born and raised. I went to West Virginia University. Um, I actually ran into a WVU grad here, so we got a little excited. (laughs) um, Yeah, I I started the company in college just doing shirts um, for a fundraiser. So Mm -hmm. I would design the shirts, go to a screen printer, um, and that's how we would raise money for our program. Um, Being a division of the dental school, we didn't have clothing in our bookstore. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where the T-shirt game began. (laughs) Um, Just I like designing. I was voted most artistic in high school. I always wanted to per, like pursue that creativity side of the business, but with health field, I feel like I couldn't get that avenue right. expressed. So it was a great way to kind of have a little bit of a hobby. So never did I ever think it would be a uh, nationwide company. Yeah. Now. So that's what's cool. It's very humbling to know that I'm speaking to a community of girls mm-hmm. that and guys <laughs> and guys. Very good catch, by the way. All of our shirts are unisex. Just saying. <laughs> I like the pink ones myself. Um, so. Just a community of awesome dental professionals, and they speak wonders. I mean, they are who we are. We wouldn't be where we are today without everyone's support. So that's what is crazy. That I was walking out of the trade show trade show yesterday and just thought we're vendors here. We're at a big trade show and we were at a promotional party, but we're there as a vendor. Right. You know, like people come up to us and want to take pictures with us. So it's just cool. Like a little celebration moment to just say, Hey, we did it. Yeah. So, so it started with you being in um, school, being creative. So how, like, how did that look when you graduated? Did you kind of start doing just little things here and there while you were practicing, or what did Yeah, um, I actually, after college, I, I'm trying to think back to the timeline because it's a very weird net of actions. Mm-hmm. So after college, I, I think I made a website, and I had one shirt I made for our WVU bar crawl for our seniors, and it was a Jack Daniels shirt. It said, uh, will we brush our teeth with a bottle of Jack? <laughs> so I'm like, I like that. I think other people would like that too. I was like, I'll, I'll make a website, and didn't really push it, didn't talk about it. Um, at the time, I had a Twitter page. I don't even know if I had an Instagram, and I made the website and didn't really talk about it. Well, I got an email from a girl saying, can I buy the shirt? And I said, I guess it's go time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's kind of where it just threw me into, I guess I just got to do it. And it kind of grew from there. But I I actually wanted to go into sales, like dental sales after college too. The shirts was kind of just a fun hobby on the side. And that was, I wanted, I thought my path would be sales of, dental sales and yeah. um, I'm doing sales now but not 
what I thought not I would be doing. Dental you know? products, necessarily. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Sonicare or, you know, Listerine, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. So that's what's cool. I still have a the passion of sales is in my career path, mm-hmm. but it kind of blossomed in a weird way. So why did you think that you wanted to do sales when you... What was it happening in school for you that kind of Just something, made you think that direction was well, right? See, this is a kind of a deep deep-rooted story, actually, if we want to go into that. Sure. Okay, heard so... heard it here on the podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, this is kind of a very... I don't tell a lot of people this experience because I don't like when people um, talk badly about the dental industry or dental hygiene in particular, that you hear a lot of bad reputations about it. So, I don't like to always tell my story of how or why I got out of clinically practicing. Um, so my first hygiene job out of college, I was part-time and I worked two days a week in Mount Lebanon in PA and I worked aside another hygienist and she was great. She taught me so many things. I could ask her so many questions, but she would always say, get out now. Oh, so it was very, she's like, you don't get benefits. I don't get days off. I can't call off sick. You know, just the laundry list of what I'm Mm -hmm. sure you guys have heard the same thing. So then I started questioning things. I said, you know, is this everything I thought it was going to be? You know, thinking now I'm thinking future. In college, you're thinking degree, job, paying bills. You know, you don't think, what am I going to do when I'm 50? Right. So she kind of made me think in a perspective that I never thought about Mm -hmm. before. So I just started asking questions and then I started wondering, did I make the right choice? I've always liked talking to people and I thought, well, I'm young. I have nothing to lose. I live at home. Why not try sales? So, Mm -hmm. um, she just, I thank her in a way, but I know there's more people like her that kind of point out all the faults of dental hygiene. A little jaded from it. But I mean, every profession has it. Of course. Um, Every career path has the faults. So it's, everything happens for a reason. And I am thankful that she kind of made me question things. I I would have never spread my wings to see where I would fit in in the future. So I don't like to tell that story, like I said, because I don't like to say, like, repeat that, all those laundry lists of negative things. Because I'm about... Our mission is promoting that you can make dentistry fun. You can be proud about what you do. It's just what your path, it might be clinical. That might be your thing. You might be sales. You might be an entrepreneur. You mm-hmm. might, whatever your heart is telling you to do, right. follow it. So if you ever catch yourself questioning things, listen, um, but don't take what someone says literally. Think about what you need to do for you because maybe she needed to do mm-hmm. something else for mm-hmm. her. And clinic was not her path. Mm-hmm. So that's my advice to new aspiring dental hygienists yeah. is if you have a calling, don't feel like you're trapped. If you aren't, if you do do sales and you kind of like clinic better, go back. But don't feel, I also hear that girls who practice clinically feel like, oh, the trapped in the op. They feel bad for liking clinic practicing. So I don't want those girls to feel like they need to get out of the operatory because that's cool too. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever is fit for you. I mean, we've had that conversation several times Mm -hmm. where I'm like, you know, I'll never leave the op just because I love clinical hygiene. It's so good. But again, I also do restorative and 
it's kind of a little bit mixed bag for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what a wonderful like takeaway though. Even though yeah, it sucks that that happened, but it really was a blessing, I think. And I think that you're able now to help so many more people realize Mm -hmm. that, hey, maybe that particular avenue isn't for you. Or maybe it is and you just need to get a different office. Different office or something like that. I really stress that a lot. So I mean, finding an office that is is your family. I mean, don't stop to get there. Mm -hmm. Temping, I'm such an advocate for temping because especially right out of school, you don't know what you want. You Mm -hmm. don't know what, like, there's so many different styles of offices that are more production driven or Mm -hmm. some that have longer appointment times. That too, you should not stop till you find the right fit because that is, it's like finding your tribe and you will be successful if your tribe matches you. So. This profession is what you make it. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. And people that they get hung up on like the the woes yeah. of it. And I'm yeah. like, and I listen. I was in a bad office for a while. Yeah. One that didn't fit me after a while, and I was miserable for at least a good year. Mm-hmm. And you know, I but I put my name out there. I was doing all kinds of stuff, and finally got out. But I got out of the op, and I missed the hell right. out of it. Yeah. And so I'm back in the op. Right. Like, so now I have a full-time job, right. but I still get to do one day a week with there because they right. like the idea of me being in the mouth. So, and that's what yeah. is beautiful about our profession is, you know, if you go for business, you're kind of this cut dry, yeah. or if you're an accountant, you're an accountant. That's what you do. Us, we can do so many things with Truly. our degree that it's honestly more positives than negatives that there's so many things that we get to do that not every major career path lets you Mm -hmm. do. So I think that's pretty cool. Did you ever end up taking any business courses or anything like that? Um, So I did. Uh, I, I'm thinking about going to get my MBA, but I took a fast crash course at uh, Chatham University for, um, I think it was, it's actually a women's college. Sorry, again. Man, I am getting hammered on this episode. <laughs> um, so it was, wow. women, it was women in business. No boys allowed. Um, my professor was, if you are a whiskey lover, they started Wiggle Whiskey, and she was our professor, and she basically drilled down what you learn in business or in business school and in I think it was six months we went through everything so it was a couple nights a week so just to know the basics of to know enough to be dangerous type of thing Mm -hmm. so but the biggest thing in business is knowing your customer base Mm -hmm. that is you can do the back-end books and do all the financials and everything you can learn all that you can teach yourself that but you can't teach yourself how to market to an audience and speak to them and keep them wanting more. So that's something that is not easily taught in business. You can't find that in business Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. So that's my takeaway from that. I did, I actually did uh, corporate sales for a while, um, which I learned a lot about the corporate structure of a business Mm -hmm. and communicating and doing sales it wasn't dental sales. I actually sold copiers for a whole year. <laughs> nice. Um, so I got some experience. I was um, I did cold calls. I was hung up on a lot. Mm-hmm. So I kind of grew some strength during that year yeah. of my life. Um, emailing. I'm so thankful that I, you know, as a hygienist, you don't think, oh, you have to answer email. You don't have to answer emails when you're a hygienist. Yeah. But I went into this corporate office and I, I mean, I'm pretty tech savvy, but we had Outlook, I think, at the time, and, you know, I'm like, how do you email professionally to, like, other business, like, what do you do, yeah. you know? It was just a different mindset start this off? that I don't really was never exposed to, so we're, that was, We're, like, chart notes. 
Right. Like we're, we're just writing to writing. ourselves, like <laughs> abbreviating every other word. And I had to go write a professional email after a few years out of college. I'm like, how do I write? <laughs> I'm not I'm kidding. I was abbreviating so much. I forgot how to spell yeah. anterior and posterior. Yeah. I was like, E-R-I, because it was always A-N-T and P-O-S-T, and that was it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I got to stop. I'm going to have to start writing out, or I'm going to literally. Or a literally... and can't read your journal. Yes. <laughs> I, exactly. And I, and I, when I have volunteer hygienists now, I'm like, write the words out, because yeah. you might not ever come back here. Yeah. And I might not ever That's know what true. you're talking about. <laughs> it takes the two extra seconds, but we're always, we're hustling all yeah, day. Yeah, all so day, you think every day. abbreviating two words is mm-hmm. going to help? Probably not, because then Probably you'll forget not. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the biggest mistakes you made, like, early on? Early on. Okay. Let me think about some this Some really one. embarrassing ones. That's yeah. Oh, wow. No, but I love mistakes in a weird way because they always do. They lead us into something that teaches us a lesson. Yeah. And if you don't make mistakes, how you can't learn. So yeah. it's honestly, you can't be better unless you make a mistake. Yeah, I agree. So let me think. Oh, I have a funny story. Uh, actually, a mistake. A small mistake, but it was at the time felt like insane I was crying so when I first started I used to hand type the shipping labels Mm -hmm. so now we have a dymo that prints like 50 at a time well back then I was it was Christmas time and our ugly sweater just launched which is still our top seller for Christmas (laughs) Um, it says brush your teeth you filthy animal and I was packaging them on my living room floor and all laid out and I would match the invoice to the label that I would type. So somehow I switched up two packages. And you don't think how this can create a bigger issue. So someone emailed me and said, I got someone else's order. And I thought, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I felt so bad. You know, they don't have financial information, but they have that person's shipping yeah. address. So it's scary. You know, it's just, you feel so bad and it's kind of the target is on Mm -hmm. your, on your forehead. So obviously I let them keep the shirt that they got incorrectly, ship them the right size, whatever it may be. But I mean, that stuff happens. I think that I got an order from a company I ordered from and I got someone else's order. So it happens. But at the time I thought, oh my God, no one else has done this ever. And I am the worst person ever. So I think it also makes you put things into perspective that people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. We're humans. Mm -hmm. That when people email the customer service, we ask to just respect that there's actually a person on the other end. Um, We do make mistakes. We have a lot of orders going out. It's easy to mix them up. Obviously, it's not you know, acceptable, but if it does happen, it, it's kind of, hey, we're sorry, we're human, yeah. you know, so I would say that is a definite mistake that really, you know, puts, it made me more conscious, mm-hmm. then, so that, you know, made me be more careful, so that was a mistake early on that I thought was the end of the world. Aww. <laughs> I, so I suppose you've, you've scaled up since then, you're not yes. probably on your living room floor right. doing oh, yeah. that. So yeah. <laughs> maybe explain a little bit about like where what you guys look like now mm-hmm. as, a, as a company. Okay, so um, I actually don't fulfill the packages mm-hmm. anymore. So we come in and um, we have a warehouse in Carnegie that we go and fulfill the orders. And so every day we print all the invoices and then we print out the labels mm-hmm. and we pick and pack. So mm-hmm. it's basically like a grocery store. You read the invoice, you go on the shelf and you pick what the person ordered and then they get put into a 
purple package and mm-hmm. they're on their way. So nice. it's honestly grab and go. Um, we're not into scannable things like American Eagle Warehouse would have. Right. So it's still manual picking from the shelves. But I mean, it's kind of crazy that you don't get to see that side too. Yeah. Like when you, now that I see what goes into the shipping world, um, cause so many people with Amazon, they yeah. want things now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you think those people have, when your order is placed, then it goes to their warehouse and there's someone they still pick orders. It's not like mm-hmm. a robot is yeah. going. So it's it's cool to see that side of the business because now when I shop from other people, mm-hmm. I have a different perspective than oh. I would as just a consumer. So, Well, this is nice because it's kind of full circle from where we started this conversation yeah. is just having a different perspective. Yeah. Is that our, our like, hashtag? Perspective. perspective. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> Um, I, because it's it's true. Like as a hygienist, we have been seeing the clinic, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have the clinic, and then to branch out, you see exhibits different. You see shipping different. Like yep. you see a lot of things differently. Um, I'm curious, and we can edit this out if this is not something we want to do. <laughs> I want to know, like, what is some of the worst behavior you've seen on the exhibit floor? Oh, behavior. Like, as in customers. Like, hygienist acting a fool. Oh, gosh. Getting all pissy. Because what I would love to do and see is hygienists be professionals. Yeah. At all times. Right. And the person on an exhibit floor does not need to have your bad attitude. Right, right. Unless they were just completely rude to you. Right. Just because there's a line or your sample, you didn't get the sample you want, like, yeah. But, I mean, you guys both have way different business models. And I'm not saying that you're not professional, oh, but you're yeah. fun. Yeah. Pepe is not necessarily not fun. <laughs> I don't want to insult both of you right now, but you guys are very professional. There's a whole educational component that goes with what you do yeah, at a booth. Of course. Versus at your guys' booth, it's like, oh, let's look at all the really cool merch yeah, that we have. Yeah, you're in my stuff. way. Like, I want to go. Yeah. Like, we were, we actually had a conversation about, we have a clearance bin, and there, so every shirt in there is $10, and we were laughing, our one rep, Cece, she goes, what is it with shoppers in, in bins? You know, you want to, it's like. They a, get nasty. Yeah, and you're, you're ripping things out like you're a wild animal, I, and someone else has. You got that small? That's my small. And yeah. you make that eye contact. So that's where I see the, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, nasty behavior, yeah. but I see dog eat dog. When that clearance bin is out yes. on the floor, people are willing to take out of someone else's hands to get what they want. Like people. Nice. They, we, it's like Black Friday. Yeah, up it in, is. And it really is. Like, these are your colleagues, guys. <laughs> that's what our trade show manager, Courtney, she was uh, prepping our new rep CC and she goes let me tell you it is like Black Friday but yeah. these girls are ruthless they get us <laughs> no, no I don't honestly see too many men doing that it's definitely a female yeah. driven add in some wine nasty oh, attitudes actually about I think that. the yeah. wine really relaxed everyone I think it does help yeah. people um, sometimes I, I've seen some you know I think it's also like uh, your booth is almost like your house right like, yeah yeah, your home you, place. You have put that together. Like, mm-hmm. that's almost like your living room. You've put the things where it needs to go. Everything is... And then you have, like, these tornadoes that come through, and it's just like... Yeah. And you're putting glasses, spilling things, and I'm like, can we have a, just some yeah, respect yeah. of the things that Take we... a minute. Yeah, let's breathe. Just calm down for yeah. a moment. Everyone will get Sloshing their sample. red wine everywhere. Yeah. And Lord knows I slosh red wine with the best of them, but... yeah. 
we actually had red wine spilled on our respect. white tablecloth. <laughs> oh. Yikes. And it happens. Accidents happen. If right. they do, for right. sure. But it's just like, don't be like the roadrunner coming in there and like, yeah. And yeah. then you leave and I'm just like, well, I didn't even I, get to talk I, to anybody. I didn't speak to anyone. I think I'm missing something and yeah. all of things, everything is missing. Yeah. I feel I like messed a up. better analogy would be like Tasmanian Devil, but like Roadrunner 2, I guess. That's probably who I was thinking about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For, You're I don't have children. <laughs> so. But you are a child. Yes, true. <laughs> so, um, so are we done with that rant that Moved you wanted to it. go on? Moved I want to know about like inspiration for because you have some really good funny shirts or whatever. You know, like where does that come from? So we have long meetings to go <laughs> like that. You know, you think a lot goes into trade show booths, but we put so much thought into every shirt that we come out with that it has to speak to the customer. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, a lot of them, I will make notes um, when I temp, I'll think of random sarcastic jokes in my head and I'll write them down. And then when it comes time to come to a new collection, we'll pitch them to each other. And all the girls are kind of watching what trends are happening. So we kind of put in our dental twist to trending sayings, um, for example, bad and toothy. The whole mm. bad and boo- bad and bougie was a <laughs> saying. So it's kind of just playing on trends, uh, but also having. We always want our shirts to speak to you and only to dental professionals. That's what makes us who we are, because we could sit there and sell a shirt that says "I need wine," you know. Yeah. But that doesn't. I could go get that at Target. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. we want something where you can wear out of the operatory that says, I'm proud of what I do. I only know what this means. You probably don't know what it means, but I'm proud. And you wear it on your shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like a, a proud moment for you to express that. And, a little inside joke. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's yeah. t-shirts are very, uh, can be personable to speak and express yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about graphic tees is you can express yourself, your humor, yeah. through a simple saying on a shirt that you might not talk mm-hmm. to somebody about. Mm-hmm. But... It's a good laugh too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. A lot of, a lot of day long meetings that go into those. It's it's long. Sometimes we have champagne. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Every good work environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're fun too. I mean, I that's what's cool too is here I am making shirts and doing marketing ideas for dental professionals. You know, not a lot of people get to do what they went to school for in a different form. Yeah. So that's what's cool is I can see a business side of it, but also still give back and be involved in mm-hmm. the teeth world. Mm-hmm. You know? Who is this team that you're talking about, though? Oh, so my, my tribe, my home tribe. What? You're... Not... Let me talk on the microphone. Okay, go ahead. So... I'm good, man. Look at this. I'm good. <laughs> You'll hear me. <laughs> so we have uh, myself... Brittany, uh, she's our marketing director. Uh, Courtney, who's also here. Uh, Courtney does a lot. She, we call her the brand manager, but she acts as many different parts. So, yeah. so um, and we have our customer service rep, Sarah, who you, if anyone has emailed, has been mm-hmm. on the emails. Mm-hmm. So, um, we are for how we ship globally. So, for how wide wide we are, we have a small team that does a lot packs a punch Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't trade them for the world we wouldn't be where we are today without them Uh, i remember my first hire was Brittany, and it was kind of pitching 
my idea, you know, is she going to think it's cool? Like, is she going to like it? But she was all for it. And I'm so thankful that she made that first step because then it just opened up so many doors. Is she dental? She's not. Yeah. So she's dental by trade. I mean, Mm -hmm. just being around it. She actually comes up with a lot of the shirts that we do. She is my word queen. She um, does all our captions on Instagram too. So she definitely can tap into that voice, Mm -hmm. which is also very hard to find. You can't teach that. So she writes a lot of our blogs, mostly all of the blogs. And that was what was, I was so fortunate to find someone that I trusted Mm -hmm. to go um, come on board with us, but also be able to be a chameleon and understand the voice of the company. Cause it's not, it's not my voice. It's not her voice. It's the brand's voice. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you, I can't just tell you how to do it. You just, it's a feeling. Yeah. So I'm very lucky to have her on the team. So we go way back. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about the subscription boxes. Oh my, the subscription boxes. I'll tell you the funny story, how those things came about. Yeah. Um, Brittany and I were sitting and we thought, Hey, let's make a fun Valentine's day gift that you can send to your dental bestie. So a little surprise that you can buy that has some samples, some stuff that we make. Um, and I think we had 50 spots Uh, or 50 gift Mm -hmm. boxes that we were going to put on the site. And we were sitting in Starbucks um, about to send the e-blast. We sent it out, and within, I think, two hours, they were sold out. So we didn't even tell anybody we were doing it. Uh, It was just a random email blast we did that morning, and they were just, they wanted more. So we... When that happened, we looked at each other and we're like, uh, I guess this is a need, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what's cool is things that you don't anticipate end up becoming a product line. Mm-hmm. And now, um, so we do three parts. We do the shirts, we do the subscription box, and the scrubs. So it's fun that we get told we can focus on different meetings for each line of mm-hmm. products that keeps us having fun. So uh, we're up to 500 subscription boxes now. Um, when it's subscription box send out week, uh, it is a madhouse. Um, we are mentally exhausted. We pack and ship them all ourselves. We bring in extra help to get some more hands on those, but that is a full production line. Like that was something we had to kind of teach ourselves how to do Mm -hmm. too. But that is, I think a really cool aspect of dental hygiene nation is getting to work with other companies Mm -hmm. that can teach me things. And then I can expose our audience to new products that they might not get to come to a trade show and see. So that's what is very cool. And a mission of that dental subscription box is to expose uh, the our dental babes, men and women, <laughs> to products that they might not see mm-hmm. and or can afford to go to a trade show or maybe their dentist doesn't allow time off for that. So it's a $30 box that comes to your doorstep every quarter mm-hmm. that you can get fun dental stuff that we make. So like a headband, a wine glass, uh, a, a new hat. Uh, so it's a little bit of Christmas morning on your doorstep plus an education piece of new products that are on the market mm-hmm. that you can learn about and try without traveling to get them right. or calling a sales rep and all that jazz. So I love that it just exposes and educates and gets the word out. Hey, try something new and you don't have to feel any obligation right. and just try it. 
So. Which is nice. I like that you have that component to it. It's not like, here's some profi paste yeah. and, you know, like something they could get in a mail and any mailer. Right. But you have that component that is like, this is why this is different. This is why this is going to change how you treat your patients. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you have that learning component with yeah. it, which I think is very valuable. So... Why don't you tell? Oh, what Tepe? Yeah, what you uh, you just worked with us in the last. Yes, box. I did actually. So um, we gave the variety pack of interdental brushes out, and then we attached the CE component to it so that you could actually get CE credit through CE Zoom, take a test, watch after you watch a webinar, and so I thought it was a great combo because yeah. it it gives you a CE credit. Yeah. Um, people who see the the thing is that even at these shows you get these samples yeah. right and you're almost in your day like i don't even know how half these people are getting back like i'm sure i hope I, they brought another suitcase yeah or something. yeah or ship them i don't know go to fedex down the street but they look like <laughs> packed meals going yeah, up and down these aisles uh-huh. and i'm like oh my god so but when they go home with it sometimes it gets lost mm-hmm. you know or they're like what did i have wait oh yeah they're colorful that's cute exactly and you don't realize that there's all these different components that really matter and that really are going to affect the health right. of your patient and their compliance right. with it so it was nice to be able to give them that opportunity yeah. to get that and it's not just just a fun bunch of colors, but right. there's a reason for each one. And what's cool about Tepe is it's ergonomically designed yes. too, and there's a reason why they had that many in that rainbow pack. Yep. So it's I always uh, encourage education behind the product you put in there because there's a reason why the product is made the way it right. is, and it needs to be utilized the way it's made to get its full effect. Yeah. So, I mean, you can guess what it would be used for, mm-hmm. but what if it's actually supposed to be held a certain way or used in approximately yeah. on certain things or they can give examples. Right. So why not use it to its potential and learn Truly. the right way by the, yep. from the manufacturer? And what that's really doing for the clinician is, um, because you're, like you said, you could be using it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that could put weight on your hand in the wrong way. It could affect the patient's dexterity. could cause trauma. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't have that moment in the booth because it's like 16 deep. Right, yeah. To get, you get the so sample. Like they're making it rain samples and you're taking that. But then you don't have that component that's like... Mm-hmm oh, you could actually hurt somebody if you're not using it, right? right? So that educational component with your boxes is just brilliant. It really right. is. And, yeah. and incredibly important. And they can read on their couch. <laughs> and While they drink time. their wine. Yeah, and take <laughs> and their, their time and educate themselves on it. So it's fun. I We definitely have tons of great feedback. It is people are dying to get in that box. Uh, we, we locked it in at 500, mm-hmm. so I think every quarter we're going to try and increase it by 100 each time. Our waiting list is like a thousand people wow. on that waiting list. So, I mean, I we definitely hit something that people want, and yeah. we love to provide that and bring some happiness to their doorstep too. So, it's just fun to get some toothy mm-hmm. accessories on top of fun dental products. Too. I get that Fab Fit but Fun box. Yeah. That thing, if I know that it shipped and I'm about to leave town, I'm like, no, I know. I want to be there with Yeah. It. It's just like not knowing what's inside and having someone pick something for you mm-hmm. it's kind of like your friend's clothes are always better than your own yeah it's because it's just something it's that like a little it's treasure it is. you open it up and get all these little trinkets and yeah. little things and you're like excited to go use it it's yeah. fun because you would never you might have never bought that for yourself <laughs> yeah. or tried it and yeah it just kind of makes you exactly you know exactly. get things that you wouldn't normally buy yourself but the we after thank hours. you for taking the break that you actually get from yeah, a crazy day to come fun. on i like i love talking with you guys i mean yeah. you guys teach me things too i Aww. mean 
Like just well, we don't. People that come guess. on are do. way smarter no, than us. Oh no, my gosh! Yeah, but you provide different perspective. We do. Like, I don't know That's anything true. about podcasts, and just hearing. I I feel that you learn by conversation mm-hmm. and experiences. So that's where any person I can meet and have a conversation with and learn what your path might have been. Yeah. It's it makes you again think in a new perspective. It does. Hashtag full perspective. Circle. Hashtag full circle. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. So where can they find you? Contact information. If anybody has questions yeah, or wants to reach um, out. Please do. I mean, I'm all open for anyone emailing me directly. Um, don't let any marketing people email me. So <laughs> I do get a lot of spam in that sense of people trying to yeah. solicit. But if you have an honest question and you want to get a hold of me, my door is always open. So mm-hmm. my direct email is Caitlin at dentalhygienation.com. Mm-hmm. So that's C-A-I-T-L-Y-N. Mm-hmm. Um, always email our customer service. If you have any ideas for a new product, um, we are open to all feedback because we want to know what everyone wants to mm-hmm. see. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. So obviously our website is Dental Hygiene nation.com our instagram is dthy nation we're on facebook pinterest you can find us everywhere <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for taking yes, this thank time you really. yeah, thank you guys for having me i was very honored honestly oh stop <laughs> all right so that was good as promised uh, yes. we are less of liars than michelle looks so there's that. <laughs> and this was the episode where you told me i was being super aggressive after she was editing. having such a day you Thank were, you. I don't even know what was your, what your problem was. I think it was lack of. It's bad behavior at these booths sometimes and just get me all irked. But we have go to conferences like Indigo and they're amazing. And that's, that's <laughs> the crappy thing too, is because like, I'm like, all right, yeah, she's right. Like there is better etiquette for all of these things as evidenced at Indigo. Yes, exactly. So. They behave so much better. Indigo. Not everyone. It's only, it's not even like it's a lot. <laughs> it's like a, the, it's that one that's just like. <sighs> That's a good noise. So, I mean, and Indigo ruins it for everyone. I'm just yeah, saying, Wisconsin, really you are ruiners. Yeah. So, in a good way. <laughs> I was going to say in a good way. How about that? All right. So, um, wrapping it up. Wrapping so, it up. check us out, Taylor2Hygienist at our.com. If you want to email us at Taylor2Hygienist at gmail.com, you can also find us on Instagram at Taylor2Hygienist and also um, Facebook. Uh, if you missed it, Andrew did his first Instagram story with it did we yes that's what we were doing with george clooney oh yeah that was an instagram story couldn't really hear anything that was going on but anyways yay i did it super special so he's really engaged with the social media Mm -hmm. guys yeah so thanks for all your interaction thanks for your direct messages thanks for your facebook messengers and um all of your support and sharing the episodes we appreciate that um you're the best, but check us out at tale2hygienist.com and send us uh, subscribe there because also we will eventually do something cool with those email addresses one day. And this week coming up, as this is released, then I am going to the Dominican Republic with yes. um, with Adolfo, the person that we are sponsoring mm-hmm. for this, and we have some pretty cool content planned for that. We actually have a new product to me that we're going to try out there that Adolfo actually brought up to my, to our attention. So we won't, we'll just kind of tease it, then we'll kind of introduce it and do maybe do some video and do some um, some other things so you guys can see what we were doing in the Dominican. So that'll be good coming up yep. in the next few weeks. And then following that on the 18th, I'm heading to Missouri. So if anybody's going to be at Missouri, let me know. I'd love to see you. And I think uh, Greater New York is on the horizon. Yes, and we have that on our schedule. We have another... 
planning day in December in mm-hmm. Vegas that we're going to be doing yeah. some recording mm-hmm. and then probably nothing until the beginning of the year. Yeah, something so, like that. lots and lots of stuff on the horizon. Yeah, we're super excited. 2019 is going to be amazing. Yes. Awesome. But thank you, guys. We hope you all have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Tale of Two Hygienist. This is Andrew. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me try again. Hold on. We're going to do this. It's weird with you just like staring at me. I don't, I don't like it as much. This all is staying in. No, it's not. Yes, it has to. You're the worst. Keep looking away from me.